Hello and welcome to Healing Through Words. I am Sandra D, a therapist, certified domestic violence counselor, survivor of domestic violence, and your host. Healing Through Words is a weekly Christian forum to address abuse and domestic violence. It is created to edify those who went through abuse, affected by abuse, or know someone going through abuse and domestic violence. It is also to inspire the brokenhearted, to remind them that God wants to make them whole. So sit back, relax, and enjoy your journey to healing. It's all about you in 2022. For the year of 2022, we have been focusing on identity, who you are. It's understanding that you matter and that you have purpose. Last podcast, we discussed identity, trauma, and domestic violence. Today's topic is identity, experiencing grief after leaving domestic violence. Usually when society thinks of grief, we think of death of a loved one. However, there are so many overlooked and minimized types of loss. Today, we're going to talk about experiencing grief and loss after leaving a domestic violence relationship. One of the most overlooked side effects of leaving an abusive relationship is grief. It may be hard to believe. It may be even hard for some to understand. But there can be a lot of grief associated with ending an abusive relationship. Even if it was unhealthy, it was still a relationship. A survivor who leaves an abusive relationship may grieve. They may grieve loss of self, loss of love, loss of the life they expected to have, loss of the idea of who they thought their partner was, loss of friends and family because of isolation. Unfortunately, often we put grief or loss in categories. We don't understand that loss is loss. For example, If you hear a person lost a loved one, meaning a person, you have a response of sympathy and compassion. Whereas, if you hear someone lost their pet, you most likely won't receive the same sympathy. Or here are other examples. If you lost your job, your home, had to relocate to a different area by no choice of your own, or experience a divorce, We often don't place the same value on those losses and the responses are usually different. Why is that? A loss of a job, of a marriage, a child leaving home, divorce, or a death of a pet should be just as important as a loss of a life. Let's tie in grief and domestic violence. When I left my husband due to domestic violence, I cried a lot and I also isolated myself. I didn't want to socialize that much. My friend, whom I stayed with, would ask me to come out and join the family, and I occasionally would. I would go to places like the gym or visit my family, but for the most part, I just wanted to stay out of other people's hair, not be bothered, and just grieve. Was that healthy for me? No. And that's why my friend encouraged me to join her family talk about it and not be alone because being alone can make things worse. Being alone during times of grieving and separation from a domestic violence environment has pros and cons. 
The pros are you are able to process. Evaluate what went wrong, the role you played in the relationship, the role the abuser played, and the choice you now have. It's also the opportunity to release different emotions that come with grief, which are anger and acceptance. The anger can be screaming, hitting a pillow, crying. And it's all good. It's all okay. As long as you don't hurt yourself or anyone else. It can be as simple as saying, I'm okay. Everything is going to work out. And there's something and someone better for me. It's quoting affirmations. I am special. I am beautiful. And I am loved. The cons with being alone while grieving are when you get stuck in the areas of grief, such as bargaining, denial, and depression. Bargaining. Bargaining is telling yourself, if I would have listened, things would have got so bad. You take on guilt and self-blame. You tell yourself, if I would have tried harder, things would have worked out. If I didn't talk so much, he wouldn't have yelled at me or hit me. CPS wouldn't have been involved and we would still be a happy family. That sounds like denial. Denial is the next con of grief. Denial is when you are shocked or in disbelief. You think this could be happening to me. I am a good person. I own my home. I have a good job and I have a college degree. Then with denial comes withdrawal. You isolate yourself from people due to shame, failure, or disappointment with yourself or others. Then, with denial comes lack of sympathy for yourself. You don't give yourself grace for being human, for not being perfect. And then, with denial, you choose not to accept support or help from anyone. You don't accept help because of pride, embarrassment, or you just don't want to be judged. My brother told me after I separated from my husband that he knew things weren't right. I asked, why didn't you say anything? He said, because you weren't approachable and you wouldn't have listened. He was right in saying that I probably wouldn't have listened. I probably wouldn't have because of pride. My pride of being wrong, my pride of failure, and my pride of asking for help are seeming to be needy. My friend, don't let pride or anything else keep you in an unhealthy relationship or environment. That unhealthy environment can also include work. Depression is the last con of grief. With depression comes sadness. Then there's the victim mentality, which is woe is me, poor me. With depression, there is a sense of loss. It can be a loss of children home, employment, support, finances, or a relationship you thought was healthy. Depression can cause anger turn inward. That's when you say, I don't care. What the hell? No one else care. I don't either. I just give up. You have self-sabotaging behaviors such as overeating or undereating, poor hygiene, suicidal thoughts, or behaviors of drug use. Or, depression can cause you to lose hope, and that is the worst place to be. You forget that you have value and you are valuable, and that God created you with a pers purpose that only you can fulfill. 
those feelings of loss are further complicated when you think sadness is an appropriate response to leaving a toxic relationship. We as people find it hard to understand a survivor's feelings of loneliness and sadness because we expect them to feel freedom and happiness after leaving an abusive situation. But grief doesn't have to be bad, but it is necessary. It is necessary for you to move forward in a healthy manner. But before we address the importance of moving forward in a healthy manner, I want to share some do-nots to those who want to help a survivor with their grief. Don't ask the survivor, why didn't you leave? Or give the perceived idea that once you leave the problem, it will be solved. Or think things will go back to normal. It's not going back to normal because they have to create a new normal, a new way of functioning. Also, when you tell a person things are going to go back to normal and they don't, you can set them back and cause even further grief. There are complicated layers to leaving and handling the grief after the survivor leaves. We are constantly sorting through our feelings, trying to understand why we stayed in a toxic relationship so long and why didn't we see the signs. Give survivors a chance and space to feel the loss. Allow them, allow us to grieve. It's similar to someone who's overcoming addiction. Survivors may go through withdrawals or even relapse, but that's okay. That's why it's important to have support systems and counselors in place. The goal is to regain power and control over your life. Because no matter how much or how present or how important the relationship was, it was a relationship. And at one point, you loved each other. At one point, you felt safe enough to allow your partner to get close and to let your guard down. At some point, you let the abuser in, and not just into your home, but into your heart. Because, let's be honest, manipulation, gaslighting, and the cycle of abuse would not be as effective if the abuser never gained your trust or your love. Okay. Imagine falling in love with someone, feeling a sense of closeness, and then one day waking up next to a stranger, feeling like you don't even know the person you've been sleeping with all this time. Imagine that the person you once, the person that once brought you joy is now the person who is causing you the most pain. If you can imagine it, great, praise God. Count your blessings that you have never experienced something so damaging because it is truly a loss. You see, grief comes in waves. And because you are grieving multiple losses, you may find it hard to communicate or name your feelings. Mentally ending an abusive relationship can easily be confused with missing the abuser. When in reality, being alone is the real problem. The fact of the matter is you don't miss the abuser, you miss yourself. The version of you, you were before the abuse happened. You might think, I spent a lot of time and energy attempting to fix him, attempting to fix her, and now I'm alone trying to fix myself. 
my friend, grief is real, but so is healing. And that is what God wants to do in your life. He wants to heal you. He wants a relationship with you and help you find your true identity in him. All he asks is that you accept him into your life and give him full control. Not the control of the abuser, but a gentle control that leads to eternal life, peace, and joy. I like to close my podcast with words of affirmation. I was made by God. God made me with a purpose in mind. God has a wonderful plan for me, and no one else can fulfill that plan but me. Clark Wellness and Behavioral Health, we have openings, and I would like to help you discover your true identity. We offer counseling, anger management, and weekly support groups for domestic violence and abuse victims and survivors. All services are by trained and certified staff, recognized nationwide, and virtual to meet your needs wherever you are. Groups have limited seating and it's first come, first serve. So please don't hesitate to register. For registration or additional information, please visit my website at clarkwbh.com or email me at clarkwbh at gmail.com. Also, if you would like to be a guest or share your journey of healing on my podcast, Healing Through Words, please visit my website at healingthroughwords.org or you can email me at healingthroughwordsorg at gmail.com. Through is spelled T-H-R-U. Other domestic violence services are the National Domestic Violence Hotline at one 800 799 Women Against Abuse at 866-723-3014. Or if you're struggling with substance abuse, you can call the United Recovery Project 24-hour hotline at 888-815-2561 or the National Drug Helpline at 844-289-0879. I'd like to close by thanking Trey Z for providing my opening music, Last Night Dreams. I do not hold the copyright. Thank you again. God bless you, and I'll see you next Saturday.